listening to CPR, your only source of solace in this crazy and wild world we are living in. We are the eye in the storm of elections and And I'm Josh. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Rex, if you couldn't tell from my melodious voice. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in today. We have awesomeness lined up for you guys as always. It will be a storm of information. Oh, yes. Did you see what I did there, Rex? You did. That was pretty awesome. Just turn that like that. All right. So if you want more hurricane-related jokes, then you're out of luck. All right, so to look forward to in this episode, um, Nazi Germany. Oh, I don't think that's something to look forward to. Mm, oh, that's a good point. Which side was it really on? So we hear a lot of this narrative that uh, Nazi Germany was kind of this right wing fa- and fascism is right wing and all this stuff. And we'll talk about that and we'll discover and dig deep into the facts and opinions of myself and rex yes and that'll be fun and then we'll talk about some aliens Ooh. Ooh. and then we'll talk about joe biden and i don't know why we differentiated between aliens and joe biden but i don't know because uh joe biden has taken human form and so far he's the only alien to successfully do that hmm. all right make sure you check out our merch store um yes make sure you get a shirt and uh, be wearing your CPR pride out in the commonplace area. That didn't make sense. Out Absolutely. in public. That's what I meant. If say. you want to, uh, if you want to get some Josh twenty twenty four t shirts going, we will have those up soon. That's not true. Wait, really? No, that would be awesome. Unless, if you want me to, I will make that. But I would like to shout out Brianna, who shared on Twitter multiple pictures of her repping our merch out in public, Whoa. wearing it. it. It's pretty awesome that we have some fans that are repping our merch. So Pretty sure it takes a lot of bravery to wear anything with Rex's face out in public. Absolutely. That is the political statement that will get you canceled by everyone. Yeah, you, you won't, will have no friends. Just oh, yeah. kidding. But if you guys would like to get a shout out on the show, make sure to tag us in your pictures on Instagram and your stories and everything, because we'd love to see you guys wearing our stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And I found out that you can get hats and you can get all of these things. You just have to hit the customized item. Um, there are a few kinks that we need to work out first because I was exploring and I got some more shirts for myself and my family yesterday. Awesome. I was exploring, but you can get like coffee mugs and bags and all sorts of uh, wacky items. Sweet. So we we will work on revamping our merch store. But for now, go pick up some of those shirts and hoodies and whatever and tag us and show us off. Absolutely. And if you have any questions, make sure you submit them to Rex and Josh CPR at gmail.com or at Rex and Josh CPR on Instagram and Twitter. All right, Rex. So please let us know what happened in actually we've been gone for about two weeks. So two weeks. Oh my goodness. How ridiculous is that? So my life has been a mix of things. Uh, I'm still continuing training at my new job, and so far that's going pretty well. I I actually somewhat enjoy it, and I don't dislike it as much as my old job, so I'm definitely appreciating being there. And I make more money, so can't really complain in all those departments. Um, and other than that, I have been just working on my business and doing some cool stuff for that. I did some senior portraits for a friend of mine, and uh, I'm really happy with how those turned out. All right. Um, for me, it's um, it's been a kind of 
a, a different couple of weeks. God's been kind of working on me on a lot of things, a lot of aspects in my life. Um, also, there was a Halloween. Ooh, Halloween. Which um, we've uh, never really done anything for it in the past. Ooh. Um, so uh, uh, we've never like given out candy or done anything mm-hmm. like that. But this year was a tad bit, bit different. So we were just home. I think we had, actually it was like three or four o'clock. So like kids shouldn't be out trick-or-treating at four o'clock. <sighs> you know you have to do that after sunset. Kids shouldn't be out trick-or-treating at all in this pandemic. That, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, this is a side note. Do you hear that people like had uh, in some states had to put the candy like all the way out in the driveway? Like you couldn't even walk up to the door. Oh my. You get the coronavirus, obviously. So you yes. had to just leave a bowl of candy out <laughs> at the end of your driveway. <laughs> but anyway, um, so we had um, somebody come and ring our doorbell incessantly. So it's not, you know, you get a doorbell, you're like, ding dong. Just like ding ding, yeah. ding, 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 it was about to break our doorbell. So we're like, okay, we're coming. And so we open the door, and there's like these little kids in costumes, you know, little and kids. they're like, take a treat. And you know, of course, we had to give them candy. And whose candy do we have to give? Mine. No, right. Oh. So I am not stingy with too many things, but I am stingy when it comes to my candy. Uh, this is I don't true. even really eat that much candy. <laughs> I have, um, I think I had a ring pop that expired in 2013 in there. Oh, boy. Or 2016, uh, something like that, a long time ago. Um, Expired, (laughs) not even like from that year. Uh, So I like to keep my candy, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to eat this someday, but I never do. So we, my parents (laughs) like, we're giving it out, and I'm like, oh, fine. Um, But my mother gave out like, uh, she was rushed, so she gave out like a single Reese's mini cup to like each kid, (laughs) and they're like, Thanks. And so we're like, okay, if we're going to, they people, other people saw uh, these kids come to our door. Now we have to give out. So we're like, we might as well be Jesus yes. with skin on. So we um, put like tracks in it. And Ooh. my dad was like, you're just going to give these kids expecting candy a, a Jesus track? <laughs> They're going to be kind of disappointed. So we, um, we put some <laughs> candy in there. We made... Uh, kind of fun we're like oh a skittle for you a skittle for you <laughs> uh but we we didn't end up doing it. we were generous kind of i was gonna say at least candy. you didn't give him like a single m&m for each of them <laughs> no it was like a single skittle not like yeah. a skill pack a skittle all right but um Boop. <laughs> <laughs> i just thought that was kind of funny and Indeed. um yeah never really done that before and it was an interesting experience Transitioning from little kids wanting candy to uh, Adolf Hitler. Wow. Segways abound here at CPR. Yes. Uh, If you want to get an official CPR branded Segway to ride around your neighborhood, talk to Rex because I am not in that department. Anyway, uh, so we hear this narrative that the fascists were kind of far right on the political left right spectrum. And that so you have the communists on one end and then you have the fascists on another end. And a lot of people accept this as basic truth. And I did for a good long time. I don't know uh, what your thoughts on this are, Rex. Uh, I watched a documentary and I kind of was thinking about this and I'm like, you know, communism and fascism are more alike than you would first realize. And we'll kind of break this down for you but uh, i want to give rex a chance to hop in here what are your initial thoughts do you think that fascism is where is that on the left right spectrum for you so i i don't think that 
it's as simple as a left-right spectrum is the problem. I, I think I like the two-axis political spectrum. I like um, the three-dimensional three-axis one. Oh, boy. That's too confusing for me. <laughs> and I know one exists. Well, there's a couple different ones, but I like the one that goes based on social freedom, I believe, is left to right and economic freedom is top to bottom. I might have that flipped around. But generally, um, you've got your authoritarian to libertarian and then your liberal to conservative. And I see that as like Nazism and fascism are like top right authoritarian conservative. And so that's where I see it, but I, I'm open to seeing where you have it. Let's just kind of define fascism a little bit. And based on the example that we have in Nazi Germany and kind of in Italy during the 1940s, mm -hmm. uh, World War II time, so uh, basically total government control of the private industry. I mean, you look at the Nazi platform, it's like a total government control of healthcare, total uh, government control of the banking industry, total government uh, control over all of basically the private sector. Mm -hmm. And you have uh, keep that on the back of, um, back of your head. You're like, oh, well, um, Hitler and Stalin couldn't be in the same category because uh, Hitler persecuted the communists. Uh, Hitler has to be conservative because he uh, persecuted homosexuals. Uh, Hitler has to be uh, conservative because he was a Christian. He says he was a Christian. And we'll kind of break down these a little bit. So first, address the fact that people are like, oh, Hitler was a Christian. He was not a Christian. So he used that as a ploy to get gain more popular support. There's mm -hmm. lots of documented evidence, uh, like journals, things like that, where he despised Christians, uh, thought that they were basically uh, deceived and were the worms of the earth. There are politicians today that try to use Christianity to uh, garner to the Christian vote. And it is not anything, but as we're seeing, it's not anything new. Uh, so Hitler, let's just establish that Hitler was not a Christian. I mean, no. maybe, yeah. And then so you're like, well, he persecuted communists. If he was on the left side of the spectrum, he would have been friends with communists. And you're like, well, um, what's the deal here? So let's uh, let's remember what the term Nazi means. Uh, Nazi is short for National Socialist German Workers Party. But they didn't necessarily hold strictly to socialist policies. They're they're called the National Socialists, but they didn't really follow socialism yeah. as a core. Not necessarily socialism. The reason Hitler didn't like the communists in Germany is because that they took their orders from Moscow mm -hmm. instead of. Um, locally. So Hitler was a nationalist and these were international communists. So Hitler could, in my view, be more sense uh, considered a national communist, but he was not necessarily a communist in name, but he was more of the uh, Germany is what he wanted to expand and he didn't care about uh, these other countries. Um, a lot of an another reason people are like, oh, he persecuted uh, homosexuals. And you're like, well, somebody on the left wouldn't have done that. And he he didn't do that um, in a broad scale. He persecuted some within his own ranks to purge any remaining threats. And they just happen to be practicing that type of life lifestyle. So that's kind of a false narrative that he did that. Okay. So that kind of establishes a little bit of that. And I just, I just think that's a really interesting. I hadn't th thought of it in quite that way before. 
mm-hmm. about how uh, they were because they are all. I mean, as total government control in communism, it's the total government control. You can't say anything against the government. You can't uh, speak out against the government. Same thing in fascist Nazi Germany. You, if you spoke out, you were immediately arrested and in some places at times uh, put to death. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, definitely not someplace that you would want to live. <laughs> what do you think about that, Rex? Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I would not... I. I am so glad that we are we're we're past the place at least in our world of having a Nazi dictator in power. This this was a really interesting thing that I came across, and I was like, "Whoa!" That made me think. So um, when the Nazis were first rising to power and they were first going to start targeting the Jews, they they were like, "Well." And this is historically accurate. I'm not just like kind of making this up, by the way. So they were like, well, how are we going to take away their legal rights as citizens just based on their race? Um, What legal precedent do we have to do that? Because they realized that if they just came out and started outwardly targeting just the Jews, then they would lose a lot of popular support. Um, They had to do it subtly and incrementally over time. And they're like, well, what, um, where in history have we ever seen a country suppress a certain race just based on their race where did they turn but they turned to america and oh boy the um the black codes and the jim crow laws established by the democratic party Hmm. and so um and so they use that as kind of their framework and obviously they took it to a super extreme um eventually but uh, that was kind of their framework for starting to target the Jews, which I was like, whoa, I didn't, I didn't even realize that. And um, just FDR and Mussolini admired each other a lot. So that's that's recorded as well. Mm. And you're like, well, why, why would they admire each other if they're on opposite ends? And you're like, mm, uh, confused, confused. And it's, it's, um, it's just... It's, kind of this false narrative that we've kind of has pervaded our society that I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I think a lot of, um, to do something as awful as Hitler did in sort of fueling the Holocaust and being the the main cause of that. I, I think to do that, you either have to be severely mentally ill, which is quite a, a likely possibility, but there's also the fact of, to get other people to do it, what Hitler did, he didn't just, th- there were plenty of people that didn't do it because they wanted to kill people. But what Hitler did was he dehumanized the Jews to make it acceptable. And like, if you look back into the early days of America, like with things like the three-fifths clause. Uh, It's not an exact correlation, but what you do with things like that is you dehumanize people to give yourself an excuse. And so I think that's a lot of what happens in cases like this where there's mass mistreatment of people based on like their race or something like that is to make yourself feel better or not yourself, like not you, Josh, but like wow. to make themselves feel better. The these people dehumanized the subjects of their their persecution to to make themselves feel more moral. Because 
like Hitler by describing the Jews as animals and giving them all of these otherworldly, unnatural features and things like that in the way that he described them, he made it seem like they weren't the human beings that they were. And so that allowed him to be like, oh, they're to, he treated them like animals because he just made everyone believe they were animals. And that's a really dangerous place to be. But I can see how they took that from the early days of America. Yeah, and it was uh, not necessarily the early days, but I'm talking about like the 20s. Okay. 1920s. Got it. Um, and a lot of Hitler's um, was uh, rise to power was motivated by a lot of fear. Like if officers in his ranks didn't agree with him, they had to do what he said or they would face his wrath. They would mm-hmm. face, face the punishment. Um, and it was a lot of it was motivated by a sense of, oh, either it's me or this guy over here. Yeah. And they're like, well, I'm going to go with me. And so it was just kind of a, a sense of not being able to stand up for for what was right. And obviously there are a lot of uh, officers that worked against Hitler um, to try to stop him. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of other Germans as well during World War II. It's a, a fascinating time to read about. You should try it sometime. Yeah. I have read a lot about World War II, and I think... Really, at this point, I've kind of burnt myself out on it, not because it's not interesting to read about, but I think it, it can be emotionally exhausting to read about all of the awful things that yeah. happened because as interesting of a time as it is to explore, it was a horrible time for a lot of people. And so filling myself with that, it can be uh, kind of tiring for sure. But excellent books like The Book Thief and um, The Hiding Place and a few others are just really excellent stories the hiding place that's a good one right that there. is an excellent book all right so it's a it was a dark time in world history definitely mm-hmm. all right so um moving on is there anybody out there i wonder you know what rex do you think that there are any aliens listening to cpr podcast um no i do not because they already did listen to it what in the future um, the aliens actually time traveled back and brought no, I I don't know. Um, no, I don't think so. Oh man! <laughs> All right. Well, I'm kind of disappointed in that. Um, so I wanted to explore this kind of idea from a couple different viewpoints or a couple different angles. Um, so Rex, aliens, aliens. This this uh thought of uh people from other worlds has been kind of a a constant. Um, fixture in our society, at least for a good long while. Of course, you have the World of the War or uh, War, War, War of the Worlds by H.G. Yeah. Wells. Um, that uh, radio broadcast yes. back when that was um, caused <laughs> mass panic. People were like, "Oh, aliens are invading!" Yes. Um, I need to say it right. War of the Worlds. Okay, I just there need to fulfill that part of myself. Just for yourself. Okay. All right. Um. But it's been kind of, at least for the past hundred years, especially, it's kind of like, ooh, I wonder if there are any aliens. Rex, do you think there are aliens? No, I do not personally. Um, but I, I wouldn't be opposed to them if they did exist. You wouldn't be opposed to them. So they, if they come and take over the world, you'd just be like, oh, here, I am a doormat. Just walk on in. No, I, I just wouldn't be opposed to the existence of aliens. I, I, If they tried to hurt me or my friends and family or the people of the world, I would probably be opposed to them. Hmm. But if we're just talking existing, 
like, sure, go ahead, exist. <laughs> I'm giving them permission to exist is what I'm saying. All right. Uh, I like how you're like my friends and family and the people of the world. So like your friends and family aren't. I'm a very self-centered person, world. Josh. You should know this. All right. Um, so I want to kind of address this from kind of like a biblical worldview. Uh, intelligent life. So we're going to talk about intelligent life. So not basic, not little microorganisms that would just eat rocks or something like that. I know this may be hard for some of you to accept, but Josh and I do include ourselves among this intelligent life category. Uh, sometimes, only sometimes. Sometimes, but like when we're talking on our podcast, all of our wisdom comes from that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, when we think of aliens, we'll think about that. So uh, from a biblical worldview, would there would the uh would it allow for the existence of intelligent life on other planets and mm. i think about this and i'm like well um uh, sin cursed the world did it curse other worlds too as, as it cur cursed all of creation well yeah wouldn't that be all of creation considered other aliens would they live in sin with no hope of redemption because obviously they wouldn't be able to learn about christ because he couldn't die twice i mean or where would this sit is it our mission to bring the gospel to our extraterrestrial friends? Are, are we supposed to travel the galaxy and the universe spreading the gospel to life on other planets? Is that our ultimate goal, Josh? Man, the ultimate missionary right there. <laughs> Talk about the final frontier, final frontier for the gospel, Josh. I know. Ooh, that would be like an interesting miniseries on the <laughs> CBN or something. I bet Pure Flix is already working on a Star Trek <laughs> spinoff. <laughs> Prayer trek. I don't know, something like that. Well, let's go along with that. Would uh, What about all the countless generations of aliens that died without hope of redemption? What, where would that be? It does seem a little bit unfair that they couldn't have heard. Yeah. Would um, So I, I kind of find a theological problem with that just a little bit. But I wanted to kind of spin this a little bit. How would our lives change if um, aliens were to suddenly say, oh, Hello, I'm here. Because that's what they'd sound like, obviously. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, just that's like me. Josh's alien voice. Hello. Hello. I am here. I am a little green man <laughs> from Mars. 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 Um, I wonder if they'd like the Mars candy bars, do you think? Yeah, I bet they would. Hmm. All right. Um, but how would our lives change? How do you specifically see if there's like, uh, we make kind of like a Star Trek-esque first contact where like aliens land down and we're like, oh, live long and prosper. We are Vulcans. Yes. <laughs> um, how would you see that affecting our life? I think that it would be a really big change for a lot of things. I think it almost, I dare I say, I think it might drop a lot of people or at least give people a less favorable view of Christianity. I think that especially for a lot of the like people in atheist communities that kind of rely on science and finding explanations for that, there's a lot of uh, lesser, less popular theories that rely on aliens creating and in working on earth to cause evolution and things like that and i think that the existence of extraterrestrial life that was a hard word to say for some reason i think the existence mm. of life in that capacity might cause a lot of people to almost doubt christianity um whether they believe it or not and um but i, I think just logistically it would make things really weird i i don't know technology-wise, if they'd be more advanced than us. I would assume so if they were coming to Earth. Um, but yeah, 
What do you think, Josh? I don't know. I just I just see like E.T. riding down in a little uh, like a bicycle or something yes. like that. All um, the al- it's just a, a horde of aliens <laughs> on bikes just riding down. <laughs> just have a little basket out front just this earth shattering ringing sound and it's just a a thousand bicycle bells (laughs) um i don't know i just i feel like a lot of people would drop some issues and it would cease to become as important kind of these i feel like a lot of people would say oh we have to form a one world government now Mm. because there are other worlds and we have to be united um either against them or with them and uh, I feel like there would be a, a huge push for that, politically speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we would have a lot of kind of uh, cantinas pop up a little bit and have <laughs> like little people playing uh, music in the bands. And- yes, uh, the cantina band from Star Wars is g- going to be the first set of aliens that Pro- we see. Probably. Just walk into town playing their little jazz. <laughs> um, and I don't know. It would be just like, can you imagine an alien door to door salesman? Oh, free rides to Akapakaba. <laughs> yes, my favorite alien planet. I, I, I do wonder. Um, I had a really interesting question in my head and it's just gone. Aliens so, stole it, Rex. Oh yes, my goodness. They're trying to keep thoughts out of my mind. But I do wonder mm. how, like, oh, I. Answer me this, Josh. If you were to send one person as the representative for Earth to speak with the aliens, who would you send? Someone who knows the language. Mm, what if nobody knows the language? I would send a great... A linguist. <laughs> <laughs> a great diplomat like my pal Rex. Ah, yes. No, 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 no never mind. I, I, I'm, I'm taking that back. I don't want Rex to be the, the kind of the first view of humanity oh is this what humans are like yes hmm just kidding rex is awesome um but not at talking to aliens i know nothing about alien words what if you had like a translator i do kind of speak german a little bit but not enough to is that alien talk well uh just it's just kind of interesting that that was a good question i would send my president donald trump ah yes (laughs) i have a bigger red button it's huge huge (laughs) In fact, and no one knows more about talking to aliens than me. I bet um, they have some sort of, I guess it wouldn't be an ICBM, but I'm sure, I don't, I don't know that we, it, it wouldn't be like considered an ICBM, but I bet they have some sort of nuclear missile that can be launched just straight at the alien ships in space. Probably. And I, I, I'm sure that there were, there would be more than enough uh, leaders of the world that would be more than happy to, uh, just to press a button. Uh. <laughs> I like pressing the buttons. <laughs> yes. All right. So, Rex, you had something else for us. I too, do. So, th- this is more of a, a comment, I guess. A- and this is just a, a straight up fact for you to consider for yourself. I, I just find it amusing. But uh, no matter what you think of Joe Biden, um, it it's interesting to explore the fact that considering he was elected to the U.S. Senate uh, in 1972, which was 48 years ago, That means that he has been an elected official in the federal government for 20% of the entire existence of America. Wow. That's one fifth. That's a long time. So five five of Joe Biden's terms would be the existence of America. Man, that's that's something wacky to think about. Yeah. I mean, we're like, he's been in there for a long time, but when you put it in perspective like that, hmm. Yeah, I I wonder if there's anyone else that's come quite that close. 
I'm sure there probably has. I yeah. Mean, there are a lot of people that are in there. But, um, wow. Just, um, I bet Joe Biden actually founded America and then just took a lo- good long nap until the 1970s. Yes, I bet. And then was like, oh, I guess I'll run for office. And he did. Yeah. And that's how it happened. And for me, this is more of a comment for me on term limits. Because, like, <laughs> even if you like people's policies... I think that there should be a limit to how long somebody can be, can have an effect, especially like 48 years is a long time. It is a very long to, time. So imagine the the impact that you can have in that amount of time. I think that it would be, and that's what turns people into career politicians is having a lack of something like that. I think it would, imposing like an eight-year term limit or something on Senates or I, I don't know how math works for years, but <laughs> imposing term limits, I think, would help get rid of some problems. Cause Man, 48 years. That's almost as old as a jar of peanut butter I found at an antique store one time. You found a jar of peanut butter at an antique store? Maybe not. Oh. But um, 48 years. Yeah, um, I see where you're going with the term limits. That's really interesting. Yeah. Maybe like a two-term limit, something like that, 12 Something years. like that. Because it just seems to me that career politics is just an invitation for a toxic political environment yeah. and massive amounts of corruption. So Yeah, definitely. Um we'll have to get on the ball on that start a petition if you want to see term limits make sure you uh send us an email at rexandjoshcpr at gmail.com yes we will make it happen yes this week we have the authority and if you don't want to see a term limits also send an email to rexandjoshcpr at gmail.com see you have no choice you You, have to send in an email yeah it's like do you like cheese or do you not like cheese? You, you got it's got to be one or the other. So that's exactly the same thing. Yeah. Rex. Term limits, cheese, no, no difference. No, uh-uh. I, I was basically, do you want term limits on your pizza? Absolutely, more the better. All right, and if you guys would like to buy some merch and be featured on the show, you can find that in our show notes and in the links on our social media bios. Yep absolutely we would love to see you guys in some of our merch oh yeah we're working on revamping the merch store so we're gonna have some more items up for you soon but for now go get what we've got and show it off to your friends yeah and they'll be like whoa that's a cool short shirt a short short (laughs) (laughs) yes new cpr shorts coming soon Uh (laughs) uh-oh cargo shorts with our logo on (laughs) people will be like what is this garbage All right. Well, before we come up with any bad merch, more bad merch ideas, let's close it down. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you. Wait, wait, wait. No, no. We have peer questions. Oh, peer questions. Oh, my goodness. We almost forgot. How could we do that, Rex? (laughs) What was that? I knocked over my water bottle. Oh, okay. Um, so we have a pure question from Garrett. Garrett. Using a standard oak tree, how big would a mirror frame be if you used the whole tree to make one? What? All right. So basically... I, I think this is a question on Garrett's math homework, and math he's asking homework. us to do it for him. Um, so a standard oak tree. How, how tall would you say a standard oak tree is? I don't know. Let's we, say... Ask Siri. Uh, let's say 30 feet. Was that fair? I mean, we can just look it up. No, that's too much work. No, it's not. Uh, so what you do is that you're going to do, well, um, what's what would be the radius of a standard oak tree? So that's, let's say, uh, one, two feet, two feet. Would that be cool? Or that would be four. Um, let's th- say one foot. So radius. They will eventually reach a height of uh, 50 to 100 feet. Well, 
let's say 50. So radius squared, that's, let's say one foot is the radius, <laughs> um, times uh, pi, 3.14. Uh, you should use 22 times, over 7. That, that doesn't work out as well. It's times but... uh, 50. We have 157 um, cubic uh, feet of wood. So if you want a this is too much i don't like this let's just say a lot a big, big a big big mirror. big big mirror big mirror all right um well and garrett if you want us to do your homework you're gonna have to pay us extra yeah he's not paying us at all yeah we we don't do homework for free Mm-mm. but we will do it for money if you, you would like us to you have to buy cpr premium to yeah. <laughs> to have us do your homework all right so we have a question from joanna joanna what causes an allergic reaction to poison oak ivy and sumac and why does it affect only certain people so i looked this up because i of course um, am not an endless supply of knowledge as I seem. Yes. So I had to look this up. Um, about approximately three fourths of the population will get it if exposed to the oil on the plant's leaves. Uh, one fourth of people will not. Interesting. Um, yeah. So you now what is this? Is this poison oak or this poison is ivy? Poison or? ivy. Okay. Um, so apparently you can't get poison ivy by simply brushing against the leaves oh that's interesting interesting you have to actually break the leaves stem or root to get the rushishi oil or eat it you if you eat it then this this word is weird your rushishi how do you spell it are you oh sorry i don't know am i are U S H I O L. yeah that's lovely yeah so apparently it Maybe it's genetic or... It is to a certain extent. I'm not sure where the immunity comes from, but as for how you get it, it's just the oil that comes out, that that, that fancy oil that Josh just named for us so excellently. Yeah, the... Yes, if you would like to spell whatever Josh just said, I don't know what it was, but if you would like to spell that out for us, please do. I'm I'm preparing for my alien ambassadorship. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, You're doing so well, Josh. I can hear no, I, your inflection's I, getting really dead on. Thanks. I actually sound like Joe Biden at some point. <laughs> See, you think that Joe Biden's like just mumbling or something like that. But no, he's he's actually preparing to be the ambassador to the universe. See, he's preparing for his job. Wow. See, it, if you guys have um, more evidence that Joe Biden is an alien, uh, it, where can they send that, Josh? Oh, they can send it to Rex and Josh CPR at gmail.com. Ooh. You can send it to at Rex and Josh CPR on Instagram and Twitter. All right. Now we're going to wrap things up. We certainly are. Uh, but- thank you guys, uh, Garrett and Joanna, for sending in two excellent questions. The most excellent. Mm-hmm. Well, one of them was homework, but... but- Thank you anyway, Garrett, for sending it in. <laughs> We're glad you guys took the time to send us a question. Make Indeed. sure you send us more questions because we love hearing from you guys, we don't do. we, Rex? Absolutely. All right. Well. With all that said, thank you guys so much. Don't forget to send stuff in. Send them questions, comments, concerns, and Joe Biden alien evidence. Mm-hmm. We will see you guys in the next one. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.